Good morning, all, and welcome to this morning's encounter with the Lord. This is Russell, your host. How are we all this morning? Good morning, good morning Russell. Good morning, everyone. And we say good morning, Father. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. Jesus, good morning, Holy Spirit. Lord, we thank you for today. We thank you for a good night's rest. And we thank you that we are still alive this morning. You wake us up. You breathe into our lungs your breath of life. You call us by name to be with you. This is the day you have made, Lord. And your word says that you have placed us in it and you load us daily with your benefits. So as we step into this day and we command our mornings, Lord, we declare that we shall lack nothing. We call favor from the north and the south and the east and the west towards us. Just like Esther, every single person that looks on each of these, your faithful father, must look upon them with favor. We ask for that Esther anointing to touch each of these lives today, Father. And we thank you, Lord. When you call us by name, you are ever willing to pour out your wisdom, open up our understanding, provide revelation into our hearts, provide direction and light, so that as we step into all that we shall undertake this day, Lord, we know that you go with us and you go before us. You flatten the ground that is uneven. That would make that ride difficult and not smooth. You cut down every iron bar and sunder that blocks the way of our destiny and our path this day. You pull down every bronze gate. You lead us in the way that we should go. Father, as we begin that journey of this day, we acknowledge your presence in it. At the start. And we ask you to direct our words, our thoughts, our path, our prayer. We trust in you, O oh Lord, with all our hearts. And we place everything that we have, including all the challenges that we have brought with us overnight into this day. We place it at your feet in surrender. And we ask you to take over. Take over, Lord, all that is in us, our body, our soul, our spirit, and use it for your glory. That this day we are saving lives. That this day we are blessing our brothers and our sisters. That this day we become carriers of your gospel boldly stepping out. Speaking of your kingdom, your ways, but more importantly, your mercy, your grace and your love. For each of those that are unaware, that are ignorant. And we share that same peace and joy that you pour into our hearts, Lord. With all those that are part of this prayer meeting and praying family, we share it with Christians everywhere that do not yet know you are still ignorant of that way. And all those that do not want to know you, we share it with all those that we are lifting up in our place of prayer at our altar of answered prayer today. And we ask for a quickening in their spirit, Father. Let there be transformation, let there be renewal. Let there be a revival in these lives, all for your glory, Lord. And so as we make our prayer today, we call on your name. The name of our maker, our creator. The great I am. The God of hope and patience. The God who is a consuming fire. The one who is the father of lights. The ancient of days. The rabbi of all ages. And we pray in the name of your son, Jesus. 
the one who came that we might have life and have it to the full. And he gave of his everything in order to ensure it. He is the door, the way, the truth and the life. He is the resurrection. So that when he steps in, and your word, Lord, in the Revelation 3.20 says he stands, that resurrection stands knocking at our door, waiting to lift us out of sin and death into new light and into new life. And he says, I stand knocking at your door. And if you open it, I shall come in and bring transformation, bring renewal. The one who is our daily bread. The one who holds the key of David. That covenant that you have provided through David. That whatever he shuts, no one can open. And whatever he opens, no one can shut. His say is the last. But he is also our Alpha and the Omega. The author and the finisher. And we pray in the name of his spirit the executor of the will of the Father, of that spoken word, the scepter of the King of Kings, the hand of God that moved and brought about creation into existence. And even now, he gives us that ability through prayer to use the same formula and speak creation into existence, into every situation that is void and formless. He is the one who reveals the deep and secret things of the Father, who quickens us in our spirit. The one who raised Jesus from the dead and now gives life to our mortal body. The one who partners with us to lift us out of the pit that we might step into that abundance that Jesus came to give. Father, we thank you that you have blessed us with your word, your spirit, with prayer, that gift. We thank you, Lord, for the measure of faith that you pour into each of our lives by your Spirit when we get down to that prayer. We thank you, Father, that you have blessed us with angels, with destiny helpers. And your word says that your hand is not short to redeem us when we open our mouths and speak. We thank you, Father, that you are doing a new thing today. We thank you, Lord. That you are with us. And as Jesus promised, when he said, I will never leave you, I will always be with you, even unto the end of time. Thank you, Lord. That is what gives us confidence. Thank you, Father. And as we make our prayer and our reflection this morning, I cover and seal every word we speak and every prayer we make, as well as every person that is part of this prayer meeting, every member of every family that is part of this prayer group, by the precious blood of Jesus, the blood of the new and the eternal covenant, the blood that has won all victories. We put on our angels and dispatch them on assignments in accordance with your holy and pure will for each of these lives, Lord, that they should prosper in and be well in the flesh, even as we prosper in the spirit. We call the angel of the Lord to encamp about each of us, to protect and keep us safe from harm, sin, danger, accident, injury, pilfering, theft, hijacking, terrorism, any kind of natural disasters and spiritual attacks. I command that angelic protection and I declare divine exemption 
from all these forms of wickedness in the mighty and all-powerful name of Jesus. We also herald the power in our spoken word as we proclaim your word, Lord, from Isaiah 55, verse 10 and 11. That says, as the rain and the snow come down from heaven, and do not return to it without watering the earth and making it bud and flourish so that it yields seed for the sower and bread for the eater. So is my word that goes out from my mouth this day. We declare it will not return to me empty, but will accomplish what I desire and achieve the purpose for which I sent it. And I send it in faith in that name that is above all names, the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for the power of life on our tongue. Thank you for the discernment to choose life in every situation that we must speak to. Thank you, Lord. Today we reflect on the question Cain asked God. After Abel's sacrifice was accepted by God and Cain's wasn't, Cain became jealous and bitter and killed Abel in the fields. And when God asked him about where his brother was, this was his reply in Genesis 4 verse 9 where he said literally, how should I know? Am I my brother's keeper? Today we reflect on what this means for our lives. And it's still valid today. Even more so, we've gone back to those days of Cain. Now Cain was the older brother and hence should have been more responsible and mature. He should have looked after his younger brother. And so God's question was justified. Where is your brother? But jealousy made him turn against his own. And God warned him in Genesis 4 verse 7 that if you do not do well in your offering, then sin is just lurking around the door and will enter in quickly. He warned him against doing anything of that sort. That sin would overtake if he nursed or harbored those thoughts. And he said, instead, you must master sin. And that message is valid for us even today. Sin lies hanging around your door, the door to your heart, just waiting for an opportunity to sneak in. The little, in the, little, in the smallest proportion, if we encourage a thought or we hold on to it. And that's what the Friday, see, that's why the Bible study sessions on our Fridays, the current session is so powerful. Because the evil one can only attack your flesh and the flesh is inclined to emotions. That's where they sow those thoughts. And this is what God is telling us even today in this passage. Beware. You must master sin. Do not entertain it, even in the slightest thought. To do what is right and according to what God prescribes you, That is what Abel did. And then you don't fall into the trap of sin. But when you look at others and you compare yourself, which is what Cain did, that's where sin enters through jealousy, through bitterness, through hatred and all sorts of emotions. What about the other extreme? Not jealousy, but self-pity now. 
are you letting yourself nurse those feelings or are you stopping them early? The next thing to look at is from the lens of what Jesus taught us. The second greatest commandment of all, where he said, love your neighbor as yourself. And the first neighbor is the brother or the sister that we grow up with in the same house. We probably slept on the same bed, played together, shared toys, food, shared clothes as well. And yet when we grow up, it turns to, we never knew the difference back then. And now suddenly it has turned to the property or the jewelry is mine. It's mine and yours. What happened in between? That nature of sin was lurking at the door and we let it in. All that sharing is forgotten. Some go to the extent of even harming that same sibling that you so loved as a young child. Am I my brother's keeper? What about ignoring their suffering and their limitations? Not supporting them when they need us, knowing that we have the resources to. Oh, but this is mine. How can I? I can't give it to him or her. Am I my brother's keeper? What does the Bible say in 1 John 4 verse 20 and 21? Let's look at that. Whoever claims to love God and yet hates a brother or a sister is a liar. Very clear. For whoever does not love their brother and sister whom they have seen cannot love God whom they have not seen. And he has given us this command. Anyone who loves God must also love their brother and sister. And then in John 13 verse 35, this is the mark of discipleship, the whole mark that Jesus set up. He said, and they'll know you are my disciples by your love. There is a hymn on this as well where we sing, and they'll know we are Christians by our love. Jesus said, and they'll know you are my disciples by your love. And his love is seen in that he didn't take a life. Instead, he gave his own for others that they might live. That we might live. So what is his expectation of us? Do not ask the question, am I my brother's keeper? Instead, be one. Be a keeper. Help when you can. Pray for one another. The Bible has said this in many places. Pray for one another. Bless one another. Share what the Lord is pouring into your life today. He summed it all up to say, love your neighbor as yourself. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray for an opening of our eyes and our hearts to see the truth in our nature, in our behavior. To rise above that sin nature, to reject it, cast it out of our lives. To be a giver like you are. In every part of the Bible, you only give and you continue to teach us to give. 
And we ask for that grace upon our lives, Lord. To live like Jesus lived, to carry his nature and to follow the commandment that he has given us. Knowing that when it is a commandment, it is not a suggestion. It is not a piece of advice that we may choose to adopt or not. He wants us to rise above our petty thinking. We ask, Lord, for that edification in our spirit today. And as we pray for spiritual edification, we also pray for our physical and our temporal needs, those of our families and our friends. We pray for all those that are battling all kinds of sickness and disease, that are hospitalized, that will undergo any kind of procedures today. Not all those that are raised at this platform of answered prayer that you have given us, this altar. Let your grace for healing be released on these lives today, Lord. We come in agreement with every prayer that is made here for anyone that has been afflicted by the spirit of infirmity. In the authority of the name of Jesus, we bind out a curse and a rebuke and bind the spirit of infirmity and cast it out of these lives that we now pray for. Lord Jesus, we lose your precious blood over them. That there be a quick healing. That there be restoration not just in their body, but in their soul and their spirit. That there is revival, that their eyes are open to see the truth. That there is repentance and rebuilding of their altar and there is kindling of your fire on it. Rededicated to you, Father, in the name of Jesus. We pray for all families that are embattled, that are facing division and separation. Especially those that are going through a divorce. We pray a lot for all those that are battling all kinds of strongholds in their lives, especially that of prayerlessness, ignorance of your ways and your word kept in darkness, away from seeing the light. Those that are battling poverty and busyness in their lives as well. By the blood of the new and eternal covenant, let every such yoke of the enemy over the lives that we are praying for be broken now in the name of Jesus. And we include in that, Lord, a prayer for our own family, especially those that are not yet saved. Father, we thank you that you have heard us, that you always hear us. And as we release our faith and our prayer, making this a prayer of agreement with each other in the Spirit, we believe, Lord, that we have received. We believe that this prayer is an answered prayer in the name of Jesus. I encourage all those that can pray in the Spirit using the gift of tongues to unmute and join in. Those that are praying for that gift, release your tongue and your faith. Ask the Holy Spirit to take over. Let us now make our prayer. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, 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 Holy
Papa, <laughs> Shara <laughs> Prasto <laughs> 
Prasadaran The mighty and all-powerful name of Jesus. Amen, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Scripture that's been put on my heart today is from Galatians. Galatians 5, verse 13. For you are called to freedom, brethren. Only do not use your freedom as an opportunity for the flesh, but through love be servants of one another. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. If you are being blessed by these morning encounters with the Lord, Brother Savio's powerful daily reflections, the daily Rosary and Divine Mercy sessions, and our Friday Bible study sessions, please share links to Zoom and YouTube with your family and friends and invite them to join. It's the same link across all sessions. They can either join us live there or you could point them to the recording stored on Facebook, on our Spotify podcast page or on YouTube as well. And let the mercy and the grace and the peace of our Lord Jesus Christ and his favor that comes out of his jealous love for us chases and overtakes us. Let that be multiplied in each of our lives this day so that as we are blessed, let us in turn go out and be a blessing to everyone around us in the name of Jesus and for his glory. We are blessed and have a wonderful day and a great week ahead, everyone. <laughs>